Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains and break a couple of concrete pours to back our log of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, a bright-eyed and very bushy-tailed on this Friday morning, because we're going to be honest, we're having a shutdown weekend too. What a wonderful thing. You would agree with me, Gorilla. You would agree with me, Colin, and Buzzer and String Bean in the background there. It is something to look forward to. Jump, jump down me skid, mate. I've got, I've got one for the listeners too, for the Melbourne Whoa, Cup, Uncle Dennis, I promised you on Wednesday night, we're coming we are going to come in home with a big winner for you in the Spring Carnival. It is the top time of the year. It's a, it's a bit of a rumour going around to be called Gorilla Sports Show next year, the old Concrete Gang. I'm telling you, if I get another winner up for the for the punters, mate, what do you reckon? Warren, no, I'm getting in front of myself again. You're getting in front of yourself <laughs> again. <laughs> You're going the again. early crow. Well, we need another letter from our mate. Our mate um, oh, Uncle Trev. Uncle Trev, because he reckons he's right. We do talk about ourselves too much. But anyway, Spring Carnival, uh, we've got the uh, long weekend for the, all, all the boys. And uh, I don't want to jump the gun, but we, one of my little pet hates at the moment, uh, Warren and the boys, is uh, these unrealistic programs that builders are signing up to. And, and, and uh, it's funny how they don't consult with the unions when they sign these contracts, but by, by God, at the end of the day, do they want to work the boys to death to get these buildings built in these times, these unrealistic programs? And yeah. uh, shopping centres and uh, uh, some of those unit programs, it's just getting out of control. The concrete pores are getting bigger. The blokes having to work harder. There's never a break. I mean, if the old days you remember the concreters, they used to spend one day preparing slabs, the next day pouring them. Well, these days they pour every day, six days a week. So that's something we've got to look at, I think, Warren. And, and for extended hours. And the hours is another thing. I mean, uh, there's no reason why we can't get these pours started. If you can't get them done in a reasonable time, cut them, uh, divide the pours up. You can do it. This bullshit about not splitting pours is all, all crap. 
and and uh, it's just another excuse, you know, not not to, to, to divide the pores up. But we've got to have, we've got to have a good look at it because at the end of the day, you know, the, the concreters, the steel fixers, and you know, the, the, usually got concrete coming in over the back of the steel fixer, still tying steel and all this sort of thing. And here we are um, on the long weekend. You think that they'll be putting a bit of a barbecue, give the boys you know, a bit of an early early day because they've been working hard, but they still want to pour concrete in the last day. Unbelievable. And our good friends, the MBA and most of the builders, whinge and complain about shutdown weekends and RDOs and everything else. Well, it's not a case of us taking uh, an advantage. It's a case of a lot of blokes just can't keep going unless they have the RDOs and the shutdown weekends because there's going to be a lot of concreters who aren't going to exactly enjoy Saturday because they're still going to be getting over what they've had to do this week to meet those very unrealistic targets that uh, the builders are setting across the board. Exactly right. Once upon a time, it used to be just Grollo who worked people into the ground. Now everyone wants to do it. Yeah. And I mean, if they... A fair argument, but to get all these MBA people and all these, especially the people that are always shit canvas in the papers, get them up on top of the slab, get them tying a bit of steel on the decking, you know, when it's about, you know, 28 and you, your nuts are getting sunburnt with you, up your shorts and all that and uh, sweat lashing down. Uh, well, that's what happens, isn't it? If you've, if you've got the old... Jeez, you've, uh, morning. Listeners, you haven't even said hello to me this morning. What's going on? Yes, they oh. did, but you weren't listening again. You, you were playing on your iPad. That, that got your listeners. As I said, nuts, some, some remember burn. Mine, you've come, you've come good. Remember used to hang out? Gorilla. Oh. Oh. Gorilla. Yeah. Gorilla. Gorilla. Where are we going with this? Can you carry on, please, mate? You were going real well. Yeah, I Keep was. Yeah, we're but talking uh, about concrete pours. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to get all these people to shit can the unions and the papers and, and the, on the radios and the, the NBA. Get them up on top of those... Decks, you know, in the morning, you know, when you're 30, 40 stories up or something, down the ground, there's nothing, but it's blowing like shit up there, freezing or boiling hot, one or the other, tight carton steel, running across the steel, cartons, carton steel, and pouring concrete. Give them a go, see, see if they reckon we earn our money. And they do earn their money, and they're earning this weekend off. So, folks, it's a shutdown weekend, Saturday through to Wednesday. You enjoy it because you earned it. And if anyone reckons you haven't, they're talking shit. Can I add a bit to that? There's a company out there called BPM, and I've done a bit of research. They've got run a few non-union jobs. and uh, oh, and, you got on the internet, did yeah, you? Yeah, well, we had, when a message just come through, the, the boss there, uh, this uh, Hallahan, Hallahan, Jason Hallahan, Jonathan, Jonathan Hallahan, that's his name, I'll get it right. Jeez, the research has gone well. No, well, I, I tried to meet him and he, he sort of didn't want to meet me and he's got all these non-union setups on the job and all the rest of it. Found out during the week he's worth $440 million. That all. 440. Wouldn't give the boys, wouldn't give the boys the full ham, hamburger. Wouldn't give them the EBA. Wouldn't do this. Trying to do cut price deals. We've lost that in the punt. The drink for 440 million. That's what we're dealing with out there. So when the boys get a good deal on the EBA, just remember if some of these people we're dealing with, right? I wish you had to spend a bit more on that ladies' toilet down in Bay Street. Yeah, yes. That poor girl out in the street yeah. on the stop go sign. No women's toilets. No women's toilets at all. And uh, they called the local uh, constabulary there one time when we went. When we went, they're very unchristian as well. But um, Jonathan, I think you can share a bit of that around, can't you? A bit of the four forty million. I just want to make more. So this is an early nomination for Scallywag. Yeah, BPM. BPM, indeed. Now, also should mention that there have been a number of people responding to the competition. 
Oh, yes, it's really kicked Gorilla, this is uh, one of the highlights of the season so far. Yeah, the competition's kicked right in the gear. We're a bit worried about it because we never gave out the number, so... The competition's a $100 voucher at the... Um, I've just let them know the other day. They're pretty happy about that. So <laughs> <laughs> I might have thrown 50 in myself, but anyway. Um, yeah, so you win a $100 voucher for two people to go have a meal and drinks. 100 bucks, you can get a food, do some food and a, a few uh, bottles of Father Divine in you. So it's all about just sending a suggestion in to, to let us know, um, you know what you like about the concrete and what you don't like. There's plenty of things we don't do right. And if you, if you, if you come up with the winning... Um, uh, letter or whatever you send in, you'll win the hundred dollars. Winning voucher. suggestion. Winning suggestion. So we'll give the number at nine four one nine eight three double seven. Give them a ring during office hours. Come up with a suggestion. We've got one here from our old brother, brother Bob Mancall. God love him down there in Geelong. He suggested was a contest nominating the the achievements of the construction union in response to what has what has the union ever done for us. How about a benefit for the 100th anniversary of Joe Hill, 15th of November, 1915? Not a bad suggestion. That's a good kickoff. We've got hundreds here, but we'll only bring that one out at the moment. We've only got half an hour. Because Uncle Bobby is a long-term supporter and an original uh, contributor to the Concrete Gang. And don't forget, we're coming up to the 40th anniversary next year. Years yeah. ago, I went to his 50th birthday. That was a good night out at Lethbridge. How many years ago was it? Um, well, it'll have to be, what are we talking, 15? He's over 65, isn't it? Well, geez, you worked that out, mate. Well done. Oh, you're brilliant. Is good. he older than you? Good morning, Bob, He is actually way. older than me. Yeah, all right. All right. I'm officially old now, but he is older than me. <laughs> Righto, we're going to move on to a couple of matters. People want us to talk about incidents around the city and jobs. And there was a tragic, or a, a, yeah, a tragic one out at uh, the elite job out in uh, Glen Waverley during the week. Yeah, there was uh, one on uh, Thursday, uh, pretty tragic, as you said, uh, Warren. Uh, a truck's driving down the road, just gone out of control. We're not sure all the details. That only happened sort of yesterday. It's driven. Th- it's just driven through the fence and pinned three blokes to a bin. One bloke's got a broken leg and the other two blokes look like they could be u- losing their legs. So it's a pretty horrific accident. It's just one of those things that no one knows how it happened yet. Um, they're still investigating it. And it was on an elite uh, project's job, elite. So uh, it's still investigating what's going on. So we'll keep you um, in the loop. But, yeah, it's just one of those things. I think you've been in the wrong place at the wrong time, I think, Warren. It does suggest that increasingly the issue of jobs adjacent to major thoroughfares where the speed is up, not little side streets where the speed ain't so severe. In major thoroughfares, there needs to be additional protection, not only for the crane bays, but also perhaps for the jobs. A similar incident happened in Bendigo where a car went over the footpath and through the uh, perimeter fence of uh, the hospital job and ended up crashing into a work area just on the other side of the fence. So I think, me thinks maybe concrete barriers are going to become a absolute necessity in terms of jobs on major eight arterial roads at least. And there's a lot of them because that's where the apartment uh, market is very much directed. And with the traffic increasing in Melbourne, and everyone knows how bad it's been and how bad it's going to get, because we expect to have another 4 million people in this city by 2050. So, folks, concrete barrier time. 
What we might do now is uh, cut to a little track. You don't fight, you lose. Hope for the gang is So coming up to the EBAs, coming up to all the issues that are important to construction workers everywhere, the bosses, let your yeah be yeah and your no be no, and let's get on with it. And the good Stop news talking is, shit to us. The good news is, is it was Warren's birthday during the week, and the, and the, and the comrades in the Concrete Gang have all thrown a little bit of lovely for a JB um, CD uh, voucher. I hope the Christ you get some decent music, mate. Jesus. You don't well. encourage me with vouchers. <laughs> well, who put that Christopher Cross on last week? Oh, that was oh, yeah, that was that. <laughs> I didn't mind that just quietly. Oh, <laughs> that was terrible. Now, folks, you understand why the music is always a matter of controversy on this show. Well, I anyway. That, I hope that voucher goes to some way to buy some tasteful stuff. Please. Oh, right. That's the hint, mate. That's the hint. <laughs> Righto, folks, it is the Concrete Gang every Sunday morning on Community Radio 3CR. And uh, I'd like to thank the other Concreters for the little uh, little cake and the little celebration we had uh, this morning. Much appreciated. Now, yeah, do bu- need to talk. Buzzer, buzzer baked the cake himself. That's why I never had any. There was a story about was that, a famous... Was that, was that the bit that was used for the bloody concrete barrier in the, in the job next door, was it? Well, there was a famous story about a cake that was given to a certain member oh, of the surf yeah, every year. Yeah. We were allowed to go on about that too much. No. no. Oh, you remember no. that story? Not on our drug and alcohol policy. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, do always bring that stuff up? <laughs> now, we, we should mention, because I did sort of Easy. use the uh, term EBA... And obviously we are coming up, we've already started discussions with various builders about the new EBA. The MBA in due course, I'm sure, will run in and agree to whatever we put to them. However, there's a couple of people out there who are playing uh, fast and loose and their years and their nose are not quite accurate. I'm going to nominate two companies, Keynes and HMC. And uh, both of those companies... Uh, quietly put some agreements into fair work and now they're astonished that uh, the CFMEU has objected to those particular agreements being certified. In the case of Keynes, an agreement went in in Sydney and uh, they tried to say it only applied to New South Wales and the ACT, not that they were union agreements, I might add. But in fact, the terms of the agreement were so widely written it applied to every Kane employee anywhere in Australia doing anything to do with construction and building work. Now, they all denied it, but when it came down to it, it's quite clear what their uh, scope and application is in that agreement, and not one Kane employee in Victoria had been consulted, nor had they even seen a document, nor... Apparently did the management in, uh, in jobs in Victoria know about it. It was all being handled at the national level. It was a national agreement and the union has had to intervene. We think we will intervene successfully. And also with HMC, again, a number of companies all under the same umbrella trying to put agreements in and saying it doesn't apply to our unionised EBA workforce, but... The words don't add up. So, folks, 
if you hear that there is an agreement in your company being put around by the boss, check, make sure that the union is in fact part of those discussions. If they're not, don't agree to anything. Don't go to any meetings. Don't participate and let the union office know what's going on because there's going to be a lot of people trying to pull Swifties in the next few months as we get into the EBA campaign. But for all the punters out there, Warren, wouldn't you... I mean, you wouldn't have to be a road scholar to work out if the boss has organised a meeting with you. Nothing, nothing to do with the union. And that's not going to go in your favour, is it? Well, I think that... Can I just add something? I think you're 100% right. And, and, and the members have got to get a bit more vigilant here, right? They've got to contact the union. Exactly what you're saying. We need contact. If these meetings are called, why would you be going to them? There's only for one reason. They want to give you a dirty deal. Exactly. I mean, if they're going to tap you on the shoulder, mate, it's not, not going to be in your favour. You'd say, play on, I'm not going... Yeah, well, you know, HMC had a bit of a go at it this week, but um, they called all the boys in for a bit of a meeting, but it uh, ended up being about something else. But um, they were vigilant. They were aware of uh, what, what possibly might have happened. It never got brought up. So so thankfully, you know, onwards and upwards, but it's still not right what they're doing and uh, it needs to be sorted because it is not right. Um, I just add that with the HMC matter, the union has applied to make submissions and... Uh, Basically, we got the short shift from the Fair Work Commissioner, Deputy President, no less. And so uh, the union has, in fact, had to seek uh, the intervention of the President of the Commission. And if it's not uh, forthcoming, we're going to have to seek an injunction against the Fair Work Commission, which should be a bit embarrassing given that the laws, as they exist, and we complain about uh, the Fair Work Act, but there are some provisions which are clear and which are there to protect uh, members of unions and uh, union officials in terms of negotiations, and the Fair Work Commissioner, a Deputy President, who can go nameless for the moment, but it'll all come out in the paper in due course. He tried to stop us intervening when we, in fact, had every good reason, every legal reason to, in- to intervene. Anyway, our good friends, HMC... Didn't let their yeah be yeah and their no be no. They, they, they basically fluffed it and talked shit and we've still got a problem. Righto. RDO calendar. Well, well, well. Now, can I just go, can I go to the crow here? Because I did say, although I must admit, young Warren's skills of negotiation are very good. Couldn't, couldn't speak wholly enough. I did, I did show a little bit of negativity last week, didn't I, Warren? Saying, I don't think you'll get this done in one week, me old mate. And as it turned out, I'm, I'm sort of right. <laughs> to paraphrase the French revolutionary Danton, who said, audacious, again audacious, always audacious, sceptical, again sceptical, always sceptical, is a very wise policy. <laughs> and at the BIG on Thursday morning, we sat down with an agreed calendar, the MBA, the Master Plumbers, the whole lot, and all the unions agreed on a calendar, and we all voted on it, and it was unanimous, and we all patted each other on the back and said, this is the first industry calendar in over 10 years, everyone working to the same calendar. Fantastic. And guess what? What happened? The AFL changed the bloody grand final again. We'll turn the tears. And guess what? We'll turn the tears. Turn the tears. So, folks, there will be a calendar out. Uh, the plumbers and the electricians uh, have said what they can do, and I reckon 
that's what the CFMEU should be doing. Uh, I know the metals and the uh, furnishing trades will be going with everyone else. And basically, if the NBA can't agree, guess what? The EBA campaign has started early, folks. But we will have a calendar out, and that calendar is what we will be working to, and so will the electricians, and so will the plumbers, and the furnishing trades, and the metals. Hallelujah. So, folks, it'll be out in colour, and String Bean is sitting here in the back, Looking forward to just getting rid of this problem off his desk. But no worries, we will have the calendar out. Old String Bean, he's, 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 he's jumped in the deep end, hasn't he? He's, he's just massaging things along. He's giggling like a fat spider, but the shit's about to hit the fan with the old String. He's going to have to produce those calendars, mate, because if we're getting a hard time, String Bean's going to cop a worse one. <laughs> That's how it works, mate. Well, we should just add one little thing. The AFL uh, have just stuffed up our good friend Mike Brady's uh, problem uh, with getting sort of coverage for his song. Up there, Gazali. No, what about last... Uh, yes, last yeah. one day in September. One day in September. It could be a... He <laughs> could be suing the AFL. Well, the old one day in October just and, doesn't have the same ring, does it? <laughs> eh? yeah. I'll tell you what, though. We've got to talk about Mike Brady. Great fan of the Concrete Gangs. Come and did a couple of shows for us. So he's a, he's a fantastic bloke. Loves the unions. I... I I don't know if we had him on this. We had him on the, the live one. Yeah. Told us about what happened to his father in industrial accidents. The only people who helped him out was, was the union. So he hasn't forgot where he's come from, Mike Brady. Good on you, Mike. And the other thing quickly that happened during the week that was pretty similar from the AFL to the big Victorian building industry was they introduced another drug and alcohol policy. Oh, I know no, you don't no, want to touch no, it no. on this. No, no, it has no, been no. rolled out in the building industry a bit around the place. and uh, It's the trials. That's the trials is running. So out there, there's a fair bit of protection for people out there too if they do the right thing. But there's some self-testing and there's also uh, other forms of testing. Um, so it is going along at a slow pace. But really, you don't seem to be as confident that... Uh, I know some of those shit-carter builders are going to struggle to get... No, no, I've got my own get, opinion get, on all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the federal government one's going to come in from February, so, so so you do have to have, if you do quote federal government jobs, you do have to have something well, in Buzz, place. Well, Buzz, I've got some more bad news for you. Yeah. We're going to have our own drug and alcohol policy at the Concrete Gang. Yes. And you're going to struggle, mate, with a hairdo like that, I I'll know. tell you. I'm keeping it for next year's um, uh, hospital, Royal Children's Hospital. Oh, not this again. Oh. To get some more money. It's not about me. You're you're, well, it you'll have dreadlocks by then. Oh, oh it's got to be a haircut policy. Right, there, we're mate. going to Scallywag of the Week. We've got quite a few. Oh. We'll go through them quickly. I thought we said we weren't too doing many. many. Yeah, too well, many. You nomin- all of you blokes started nominating, but no short list. Okay. Oh, let's I wrote them down. Elite yeah. for that incident oh, out yeah, at oh, uh, Mount yeah. Waverley. Oh. Canes and HMC for their little yeah. mucking around. Shit carters. HMY down in Tassie. Oh, oh. The old hunking and yunking. Yeah. Kaylee. Oh, please. Element 5. Oh, Robin, yeah. baby. BPM, oh, Build Corp, oh. but what about Future Capital Group? Oh no, no, no late ones, no, no late no. ones. Future There's Capital one more. Group. There's one more. There's one more. Out of left field, yeah. Andrew Zaff. Oh. <laughs> For those that watch the commission, I stabbed myself, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I cut myself with a blood, a blood Stanley knife. Stanley knife. You're gonna stab yourself to it properly, you know. Oh, please. <laughs> Stabbed himself in the muscle. <laughs> even, the, even the copper didn't believe him. <laughs> I've shot myself in the duck. foot before, Warren. 
<laughs> Buzzer shoots himself in both knees. <laughs> I'm just thinking of that Andrew Zaffy. He just looks like somebody, and he's got up and sold all I'll tell you what stories. I did once. I've got to tell you oh. this. I've got to own up to something here, boys. I'm not, I'm not proud of this. One day when I was scaffolding years ago, years ago, I was working this job, but biggest bunch of shit cars. I'm thinking, hey, I want to get it. I was hungover. I didn't want to work. So I put me, me Robert Young, me thumb, on the ledger and smashed it with a hammer. <laughs> to get off work, so I went down the hospital. I'm sitting in the in the emergency uh, part. People are coming, my legs missing, arms <laughs> arms chopped off, bad bad car accidents. So I thought, Jesus, I felt bad, so I went back to work. <laughs> That's how, not a bad story, that. How bad's that? Yeah. <laughs> That's really bad. Oh, Had mate. six stubbies on the way back to help you. <laughs> Righto, who are we going for, folks? There's a lot of people here. Well, listen, we haven't gone into the details, but... There's a certain person around here that once used a stubby as a hand grenade somewhere too, didn't they? We've got to say BPM. (laughs) BPM, the one that Buzzer brought up, that bloke, 400 and something million pounds, couldn't even afford to put a woman's toilet on the the job that the poor... Yeah, the lady had to use a men's toilet. Bill Corp, the Scotch College Carp, that was blowing about the amenities... The amenities hadn't been cleaned for about three months. He reckons. I said, look at this. He said, that's someone's weed on the ground. I said, yeah, we can see that, but there's about three inches of mud underneath the wee. But uh, so he gets a mention. Uh, look, Kaylee's. Kaylee's up the usual performance, trying to stand over health and safety uh, officers. So they got a bit of a treatment during the week. Look. Element five. Element five. But I think I think we'll all be... I think Zoff. He's got it. Zaff. He stabbed Zaff. 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 Well, Zoff. Zoff. <laughs> Zoff, Zaff. Stabbed himself in the leg with a Stanley knife. Please. If you're going to do it, have, have a go, mate. You know? Yeah, and why he's getting if you're not up to date, this is Royal Commission evidence he gave last year trying to show that the union was corrupt, that the union was threatening him and all the rest of it, and his partner came in and give him up. And before we go, I'm just going to give that competition a plug, quick plug. So if you've got complaints about the concrete gang or something we should be doing, ring during office hours, 9419-8377, prize. So thought we forgot, but we haven't. The tip for the Melbourne Cup is our Ivan O. Each way. We'll pay well. We'll go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to win. win. You don't fight. You, you lose. lose. Good morning from the concrete gang. We're going out with one of my favourites, Radio Clash. Happy birthday, mate. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.